0: Okay.
1: 97. Oh, it's a little frosty out there this morning. Oh, you'll uh, walk outside and go, that's, uh, that's enough of that. Minus 7. And a high of 6 degrees today. Uh, basically minus 7 overnight again tonight. <laughs>
2: To what? That explains why I was going sideways on on-ramps this morning on summer tires. Yeah,
1: can be a little slick out there in places. Uh, on-ramps, off-ramps, overpasses, that sort of thing. Uh, six degrees and sunny today, nine in the sunshine tomorrow, eight on Saturday. Looks like we will now get some rain on Sunday and a high of six degrees, clouds and five on Monday. All in all, not a horrible uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Just uh, it's going to be windy today and tomorrow. Some people... Get a burr up their butt about that kind of stuff. So
2: it was windy yesterday. I went out into the Jackie Parker with the dog and walked in face first into that. How
1: the... how was your birthday there yesterday, Pete? Was it everything that you hoped it would be? Thirty eight and feeling great. I I, I, I saw the that you and uh, Lorraine, your wumpty, were out there uh, with the dogs at the dog park and uh, with. The, Did Loren do uh, something special? You said you were going for a a birthday brunch or something?
2: Yeah, she had birthday lunch ready for me. I got to go and build sim racing (laughs) stuff for six hours, which to me is therapeutic. Mm -hmm. And then she had a nice dinner, and I went to bed at a reasonable 8 (laughs) o'clock.
1: And you turned how old? 38. Oh, 38. Yeah, Yeah. not
2: 83. (laughs) Did you treat yourself to a new hoodie? Oh, damn! What a missed opportunity to bring home another hoodie. Yeah, I figured for sure that you would be at all the hoodie stores. I could start off the missed power moves right there. She can't complain if I bring another one
1: home. Well, don't aren't you like women? Don't you have a birthday week
2: or a birthday now? I couldn't give it. Did you, you? see me bring up my birthday yesterday all have, day while we were standing here together? Yeah. yeah no, I, I don't give a damn about my I birthday. I completely
1: forgot. I didn't even look on Facebook yesterday during the show or anything. So couldn't care, man. Couldn't really care. Well, happy belated birthday. Thanks. And uh, I do think you should go and treat. Well, Jeff uh, came into the office because you, you scooted early yesterday to uh, spend the day with your fiance. Mm-hmm. Jeff came in mm-hmm. to the office and said, uh, where's Pete? And I said, oh, he's going to do birthday stuff with, with Loren. And he goes, oh. He goes, well, do you want to go for a birthday lunch without Pete? <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it <laughs> We didn't go I was, I was unable to attend But <laughs> he, he was all ready to go For a birthday lunch without you yeah. uh, So there you go That's the start to your day here Minus 7 the day after Pete's birthday A day which will live in infamy I'm sure
0: Classic. Now more of the old new Terry Evans show With Pete Petipko. On Classic Rock K97.
1: See now that's funny I was at uh, one of the local uh, department store Box store hardware uh, Hardware store things yesterday too, but uh, I was just looking for uh, GFCI receptacles and that sort of thing. Wait, you you were walking down a furnace vent aisle?
2: I had to go pick up some fasteners for the uh, the crap that I'm building in the basement. I got past the you know yeah the furnace aisle and I saw the two long silver ducts like they used at the protest. And I was like, man. (laughs) The Extinction Rebellion people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. who will be in the news, by the way, coming up. Okay. And I thought, man, this would be kind of funny. I just needed somebody else with me. If I put my arm in one of them and my other arm on the other side, and I just blocked off aisle 12. Just see what people would do.
1: <laughs> see if the police show up and just look at you for an hour and a half.
2: Sorry, Becky, no furnace filters for you today.
1: This is Kendra Slagoski on the scene as Pete Patipko blocks aisle 12 at Home Depot.
2: <laughs> but nobody was there to take my you photo. Why didn't you ask somebody in an orange smock? That's they're hard. pretty handy. Yeah, they're kind of hard to find, too. <laughs>
1: It's time for the 540 Funny, and it's brought to you by The Comic Strip. Uh, Appearing this week, Drew Dunn. They're putting Alexa in everything now. Last week, they came out with an Alexa-powered microwave. Why? (laughs) Now you can use your voice to power your microwave while you're standing directly in front of it. (laughs) You still have to put the food in the microwave. (laughs) That's not innovative. Like... When they figured
2: out instead of pressing two zero zero, you could just press the two for two minutes, that's when microwave technology peaked. We didn't need to go any further. K97. <laughs> hey,
1: howdy do, howdy do. And look at that. We've got uh, Thursday on our hands here. We're getting
2: set for tomorrow night's Lotto Max drop. 17? I think it's 17 million. I'll take your word for it. I didn't. Uh, I, well, I, th- I saw one uh, updated. Uh, Billboard. And I, think it was seven. I think it was 17. If it's 17, the math says 2.125 each. 2.2. Oh, it says here 22. Wow. Well, let me do my grade 10 22 math 22 divided
1: by 8. That's almost 3 apiece.
2: 2.75. 2.75. That's decent. I can't run over all the Priuses, but I can hit a couple.
1: All right. Well, you choose to spend your money <laughs> the way you do it. No. I'm sure, uh i will find a different way to spend mine if we are the winners. Uh, We need three people here this morning to join us. Uh, If you've never been on a group buying agreement with us before, then get on the horn, 780-451-8097. If you have, give it a rest. Let's, let's, Let's spread it around a little bit, let somebody else have a chance, see what we can come up with as far as numbers are concerned. We take the numbers that are given to us by our listeners. And then we get a Lotto Max and a Western Max ticket, mm-hmm. and then we bundle them for the $9, and then we get a couple of quick picks on each one. And since yesterday was Pete's birthday, I've got a feeling.
2: Hey, you want to go with 9 no, oh, I can't w- say the <laughs> number. I guess we got to choose another number now, Terry. I was going to say, yeah, uh, no, I No, can't we're say. not
1: picking numbers. We, we, we'll pick a number, but we'll keep it secret because other people seem to be playing our ticket to try and capitalize on our win, if it happens, so that it has to be split. I have to tell you off air, I have a good, I, a good feeling for the ticket number for us. You do? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what our listeners have to say. Good morning. What's your name?
0: Good morning,
1: it's Diane. All right, Diane. And do you have a number? You th- it should be a lucky week because of Pete's birthday yesterday, right?
3: <laughs> That's true.
1: Okay. Uh, Diane, what's your number for us? Uh,
0: 17.
1: 17 will work. Okay. Hang on the line and I'll get your vital statistics. Uh, good morning. What's your name? It's Gerald. Gerald with a G or a J? G. All right, G. Sensible G. <laughs> uh, Gerald, what's, uh, what's the number you want for a group buying agreement? 33. 33. All right. Hang on the line. And uh, you there, what's your name? They don't want money. (laughs) I don't understand why you would hang up after... All that effort. I said hello. Yeah, all the effort of going through the dialing process. And being on hold for a second. Yes. So, we'll need someone. Oh, there's someone to take their place. Hello, good morning. What's your name? It's Tammy. I'm sorry, what is it? Tammy. Tammy, hi Tammy. Yes. Hi. Uh, Tammy, are you being held against your will in a in a, a cry chamber or a rage box in Philadelphia?
2: Yes. <laughs> Sounds peaceful. Maybe I can come and join. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Tammy. What uh, what number do you want for our group Three. buying? Three. Three. Okay. Uh, have you ever won anything? Like uh, have you ever? Are you, are you our good luck charm? Here's hoping. Uh, No kidding. All right. Uh, Hang on the line, Tammy. I'll get your vital statistics. There you go. We've got Diane, Gerald, and Tammy in. We'll get three more tomorrow at this time and see if we can win that $22 million lotto max on tomorrow's draw. Classic Rock K97. Sunny and uh, windy today. That's what you can expect. It's minus 7 to start. A little frosty out there. Slippery on bridge decks, off ramps and that. Uh, On the way to sunshine in 6 degrees today, 9 degrees tomorrow. Your Thanksgiving weekend looks like a mixed bag. A mix of sun and cloud on Saturday. Rain Sunday. Clouds on Monday in between 5 and 8 degrees. Pretty Typical, I would probably think, for a Thanksgiving long weekend. Klondike Insurance understands where you live and what you drive, locally owned and always available to discuss your insurance needs. 780 KlondikeInsurance 715 klondikeinsurance.com.
2: If you've been saying, hey, we need more Extinction Rebellion in our life, which is basically, I think, what all of Edmonton was thinking after their protest on the Walterdale Bridge. Well, buckle up, kiddos. They could be coming to an airport near you. This happened uh, yesterday. They were on a plane. This was in London, okay? And the plane was delayed for nearly two hours as one of the climate change activists stood in the aisle and would not sit down. Apparently, they're trying to shut the airport down for three days as part of a wider network of planned protests that are going to be taking place all over the world and disrupt airflow.
1: Shouldn't that be one of the mantras of the Extinction Rebellion right off the hop? Don't when use you, airplanes? You vow not to use aircraft?
2: <laughs> Why is he doing that? I don't know. I hope uh, that the mantra of the security and homeland security uses their, please tase these people mantra. Because that'll yeah. make some really funny videos for us to watch. Didn't happen in Atlanta.
1: I noticed, uh, you know, <laughs> in Atlanta, probably a U.S. marshal would have just gang tackled that guy while he was holding his cell phone. And I would have watched that video at least 60 times. Drag- I mean, in the United States, they
2: drag doctors out of airplanes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that could, uh, could happen. It's part of their planned protests.
1: All right. A little bit of uh, sport business here for you this morning. Howie Kendrick hit a tie-breaking Grand Slam. How exciting was that last night? They're in the 10th inning. Joe Kelly serves it up. Boom, it's out of here for four runs. Washington Nationals overcome a three-run deficit late rally and beat the Dodgers 7-3 Wednesday and advanced to the National League Championship Series now against the St. Louis team. Uh, Uh, The Canucks in Vancouver named Bo Horvat as the 14th captain in franchise history last night. Vancouver went without a captain last year after the retirement of Henrik Sedin and his ugly brother Daniel. Wait, they were twins, dude. Yeah, but everybody knows that Daniel was the ugly one. Oilers in uh, New Jersey tonight, 5 o'clock on Sportsnet. Devils got shut out last night against Philly, so uh, they'll be ripe for the pick. And Oilers are 3 and 0 for the first time in 11 years.
2: Here's a little funny story to share around the uh, toolbox or water cooler. A woman in Arkansas was arrested for drug possession and other charges after police uh, pulled her over and noticed a bag of meth tied to her hair like a bow. <laughs> The cop looked at her and said, are you serious? You have a bow in your hair made from a bag of meth. Uh, the defendant responded, oh, I didn't know that was there. Somebody else must have put that there. I don't know what that is. He also then eventually found more bags of meth and drug paraphernalia. And when he asked her about those, she's like, oh, those? Those are mine. You can't have any. <laughs> <laughs> she took <laughs> tie a little bow in your hair, a little too... must have have been school picture day. I
0: don't
2: know. (laughs) Please, hopefully she was nowhere near (laughs) school. You know, when when you
1: started telling this story, the first thing I thought was, what, was she high? But apparently she she could have been. There's a nine out of seven chance. No kidding. And uh, here is something about the excess of the society that we live in today, a design company in Brooklyn. Just released a new limited edition line of Nikes called Jesus Shoes. And they're filled with holy water. The shoes are white 97 Air Max Nikes. With a, with a crucifix weaved into the laces, frank frankincense-scented insoles, and turquoise-tinted holy water from the Jordan River itself injected into the see-through air bubble above the soles. The shoes also have MT1425 yeah. on it for for the, the Matthew 1425 Bible passage about Jesus walking on water. So, uh, just... They wanted to do this to show just how crazy collab culture has gotten. The design company said that they were wondering what a collab between Jesus and Nike would look like. That? (laughs) I suppose. uh, They went on sale. Oh, the shoes aren't endorsed by Nike, by the way. Oh. So they're not endorsed by Nike, but... they so are not going to
2: see LeBron or anybody <laughs> out there with in these?
1: In the NBA, yeah. playing in Japan? No, yeah. I, I doubt it. Uh, the Jesus shoes went on sale this past Tuesday. Mm-hmm. $3,000 a pair mm-hmm. sold out immediately.
2: Well, Jesus juice makes you get above rim, man. Everybody knows that. That's a little bit of lift to your to your jump.
1: Are we still, still talking about basketball shoes, or did you start talking about porn. This
0: is the
2: all new Terry Evans show with Pete
0: Petipko on Classic Rock. Uh,
1: naturally, at this time of the year, people talking about Thanksgiving and, of course, Halloween because we're a couple weeks away from that. And uh, you can, I mean, for for a few weeks already, we've seen all of the stuff, the inflatables and the, you know, box stores that you can get the decorations for Halloween and that sort of thing. People prepare for Halloween like crazy. Uh, Marissa in our I was promotions say department, the same person. She's mental for Halloween.
2: Yeah, like she spends like a week or two in advance. Decorating her house just for the inside for the party. That's that she if has. she's
1: busy. Like yeah. if she, usually she spends a good month on it. I That's mean insane. she she goes absolutely bananas for Halloween, and uh, I I used to as well. And then we downsized, and then we upsized again. And then you no know, anyway, I had kids that would be too scared to come to my door to then you beg, did it right. beg for candy.
2: And yeah. you did it right.
1: Oh, and then Jody said, it's too scary for the kid. I don't care. The kid's got a great, you. The, the, Halloween's about having the bejeebers scared out of you. That's What's the why, point. Yeah, you've got the motion detector uh, electric chair guy like this going and scaring the hell out of the kids.
2: That's what it's all about. That's so St. Albert using a motion detector. They just used to make uh, us dress up as the teenager and sit there for the six hours. <laughs> and when somebody walked up there.
1: Well, it's it's funny that, uh, and when I've been talking to my neighbors about Halloween too. Uh, everybody's excited about it. i mean, I got a ton of kids in my neighborhood, and they all know that I, you know, do some crazy Halloween stuff. But to some people, even Halloween candy has now become a status symbol. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a, I saw a story about a woman in Rancho Cucamonga, which is an affluent neighborhood down in California, down in California Los yeah. Angeles area, I think. Sure. I've never been there, but uh, she's got this Facebook page for all of the people in the neighborhood. I've got to have one of those. Of course, right? Uh, so she puts up a note on the topic of Halloween saying, quote, over the last three Halloweens, cheap candy has somehow infiltrated our community and it has to stop, she says.
2: And your life is so privileged that you this is this is what you get outraged about. This cheap candy is, yeah, the, on Halloween. Did the, Oh, God. This is where you, uh,
1: what is it, where the, Where you make your stand, where you... Uh, plant your flag? Yeah, yeah, well, this is where you plant your flag. Yeah. Uh, she also says, uh, "Dum-dums, Smarties, and Jolly Ranchers might be okay for some other cities nearby, but we're an affluent neighborhood, and this status should be reflected in our candy
2: provisions for Halloween. Dude, those are high-end candies. How's she knocking on Jolly Ranchers and stuff? And Smarties, man.
1: I don't know. So, anyway, she's begging her neighbors to start handing out full-size candy bars or giving each kid four to six fun-size
2: bars or something like that. Well, don't you do that in District 1? I thought District 1 Full-size candy bars? Yeah, that's where I planned my route. I was hoping to get a ton of these full-size bars. I don't give out
1: full-size candy bars. I mean, we... uh, I make... We make like a, a little loot bag. We get the candy bags, and then we put four or five things
2: in. That's still pretty middle-class fancy, dude.
1: <laughs> but it's, Then you give them a little variety of tooth decay.
2: It's, you know. <laughs> and there's our neighborhood. One piece of candy corn. That's it. No, That's all it's you get. not like that at all. You're... Exaggerating. We we get the boxes, too, the bite-sized ones. The kid last year, the last kid that came up, you know, was kind of getting late. We didn't get a lot of people because I think they all went up to St. Albert where there's better candy, right? So the last kid that came up, I was like, watch this, honey. Watch this. And she's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to make this kid's day. And I dumped the entire box into his pumpkin. It was overflowing. almost broke the little shaver's arms. And he's just looking up like, thanks, mister. (laughs) Well,
1: there's a it's it, a power move. It, what's uh, what what happens on Halloween? Do you uh, do you stick around your own neighborhood and go around and visit the neighbors, or do you, uh, do you get does it is it turn into a roadie? And you go you go somewhere where you're pretty sure they're going to have some pretty powerful uh, you know ammunition for the for the pillowcase and whatnot. Oh, yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven eight zero four five one eight zero nine seven. The the candy status for halloween how what are you do, handing out how does it sit with you as you are because you, you're probably buying you're probably stocking up for it right now <laughs> 6.31, Bob Seeger, K97, got a text from Laura and Sean and Tatiana. They're up on the north side. They hand out juice boxes and chocolate for the kids and fireball coffee and Baileys for the adults on oh. Halloween. What's the address? I, that's exactly what I wrote back to. the. What's your address? I'll be there this year. Uh, again, uh, well, the Halloween trick or treating, but part of the experience is the visual aspect. You go to a neighborhood that's uh, you know dutied up with uh, Halloween decorations too, so it's a bit of a scare experience for the kids. That's what I try to make it like when you know. Kids oh, what is the best place.
2: neighborhood in Edmonton to probably trick or treat? There, there is a good question too. Yeah, it's not my it's not my street. That's for sure. Yeah, they just sent uh, there. They sent a picture i running away from something. Like When I lived in Fredericton for a bit there, there is one specific street that just goes ballistic. Like it's like kind of a
1: candy cane lane of yeah, Halloween sort of thing. It's
2: mandatory that every house gets decorated. Like if you don't want to do it, your neighbors will do it for you so yeah. it doesn't look out of place. Right. Like the news is there and everything. It blew my mind when I was there. I'm wondering if there's one like that somewhere in Edmonton. Who's got the best street?
1: I used to go bananas with mine, and then I uh, got rid of a lot of my Halloween stuff in a garage sale. I, uh, we're hoping that it's going to be weather like we've got today. Today, we're expecting a high of 6, 7 degrees. It's minus 7 now, but 6, 7 degrees, that's okay for Halloween.
2: Hey, you don't have to put your snowsuit on underneath your costume.
1: That's the worst. Uh, we're looking at temperatures like 7 today, 9 tomorrow. Might see some rain on Sunday. There's your uh, Thanksgiving weekend forecast. The Alberta snowmobile show and power sports show shop the new 2020 lineup of sleds and off-roads plus great deals on gear accessories and more it's happening october 18th to the 20th at the edmonton expo center
0: now more of the all-new terry evans show with pete patipko on classic rock 6.37
1: and uh, a little cool out this morning. It's minus 7 on the way to 6 degrees for a high today. Talking about the best places to go trick-or-treating. There was a woman down in Rancho Cucamonga, California, that was a little worked up because her neighbors weren't holding up their end of the bargain, giving out uh, full-size chocolate bars, and she figured that they're an affluent neighborhood, so they should probably step it up. Now listen to her. It's, it's all about the experience. We're still a couple of weeks away from Halloween. We get that, but I mean, you, you know, you're walking through the grocery store and you're seeing all of the, you know, the 75 packs of mini chocolate bars and you think, oh, I better get some Halloween candy and then, well, I don't want to get it too early because then I just eat it all.
2: Well, that's what I was going to say. Those are the pregame boxes. They never make it, <laughs> they never make it to the kids' buckets or anything. That's pretty
1: much it. I'm uh, just
2: ensuring that they're safe for the children to eat. Yeah.
1: Aaron uh, sent in a text saying that Ada Boulevard is a good place to go trick-or-treating.
2: A-A-Ron!
1: A-A-Ron, thank you very much, A-A-Ron, at Ada Boulevard. Uh, when when I had the acreage out uh, just outside of Gibbons, there was there would be a lot of people who would bring their kids in into the acreage area uh, from Gibbons, just because
2: it was a fun. You know, and plus, It'd be funnier to make your kids as punishment walk through the the farming rural areas. You get one chocolate bar, and then you gotta go six miles well, that way to get another one. Especially
1: if it was cold, they would just you know the they bring Try a it. bunch of kids out in a van or whatever. Mm-hmm. But whether it was cold or warm or or it didn't make any difference. I'd load up the homemade uh, trailer on on the quad. Yeah. Because uh, uh, RFP and me, we we did the homemade quad trailer. Yeah. We uh, Coors Light welding. We only weld it in the dark. Um, And we uh, would rig that up, and all of the kids would climb into either my trailer or Mr. Wilson's trailer. Yeah. Because safety third, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, well, with your
2: welding and Coors lay, what could go wrong? It,
1: not, well, yeah, and that's, that, that doesn't, didn't come into factor until later in the evening, hopefully after the kids had gone to bed. <laughs> and, of course, there was no police presence out there. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you did t- take the kids, and they'd all hop out of the trailer and uh, go and trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat, and you'd be standing there, and then the, somebody would come out of the house and hand you a beer or, or whatever yeah. you needed to warm up. and. Uh, that
2: that was part of the fun experience too. It's uh, Halloween is a fun time for kids. You know, it's it's just a great day.
1: Yeah, kids, whatever. It's a fun time <laughs> for seven eight zero four five one eight zero nine seven's number to call.
0: <laughs> Hello, K ninety seven. Who's this? It's Corey. How are you doing, guys? Good, Corey. What's up? Good. I have a story about how I discovered my street was the place to go for Halloween. How did that? Which, what happened? Yeah. So we had just moved into our house in Lewis Estates uh, about this time, and um, Halloween came, and um, we bought enough candy for what we thought would be, you know, enough for the night. Right. However, uh, we discovered that a couple doors down, there's a neighbor who hands out boxes of candy to each kid. So our street was lined up with. <laughs> Upteen hundreds of kids for God knows how long. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, at this house in particular, it was a half-hour lineup to get said box of candy for each kid, uh. while our house ended up getting 250 kids that night. Wow. And we had not enough candy for that at all. So my son, who has the heart of gold, uh, donated all of his candy to the cause. Oh, what a guy. We ended up uh, not running out of candy. Uh, so, giving him a ding for that. Nice work. Oh, so sh- it was very nice, but yeah, it was pretty intense.
1: I've had to do that halfway through Halloween night when the kids are kind of had to go to and get more more candy.
2: You had to pilfer your kids candy?
1: No, wow. the kids were still out trick or treating. It was no, they weren't trick or treating. It was last year
2: I had to go to the grocery store and get more candy because <laughs> we had too many to more kids than candy. Didn't have a sack of Go Anywhere pillows that you could just start flinging out there? No, th- those went early. We've
1: got more kids than candy. Step inside the Candy Kids Tunnel. I'm Classic Rock, k 97 six fifty four and uh, cash dollars for you to win with K97's $40,000 foreplay with Matt Credit. We've got four songs this week that you need to listen to right up until midnight on Monday. This one goes through to Midnight Monday because of the Thanksgiving long weekend. So here are the four songs that you're listening for in their entirety. By the way, that's a Paranoid from Black Sabbath, Sweet Child of Mine from Guns N' Roses, LaGrange ZZ Top, and Dr. Good from Motley Crue. Uh, Ozzy made a statement. He did a, like a video sort of thing uh, to his fans. Saying that uh, he's recovering from the fall that he had and hopes to. He had to cancel his European tour.
2: Didn't he trip on like one of the 700 animals in his house uh, or something?
1: Something like that. Yeah. And he uh, they had to have surgery. He's got stuff and nuts and bolts and whatever in his neck and so on. So, oh, uh, canceled the European tour, but uh, expecting uh, things to go ahead for the North American tour. And what is it, July 7th is when he's supposed to be here? Where does it say? uh, Where's the Aussie thing?
2: Aussie, July 7th, 2020, Rogers. There you go. Uh,
1: So that's the tentative date for the Aussie show here in
2: Edmonton. So it's good to know. I'm Uh, impressed anybody could... uh Decipher their conference. Well, I
1: I watched it and I said, wow, Ozzy is uh, becoming more comprehensive. He's more coherent? Yeah, uh, understandable here in his uh, later years, but he says he's uh, getting better and will be able to go for the North American tour. Uh, So Ozzy's part of, uh, you know, with Black Sabbath, with the $40,000 foreplay with Matt Credit, if you hear one, two, or three of the songs in a row, then you try and be caller number nine to win? Uh, $100. Or,
2: or, two, so, or, or 200
1: two. or $300 or, right. if or you dollars If you hear all four, then uh, you, you, you call to win $10,000 $10, just like Kim did.
2: I was also thinking Ozzy's probably going to be uh, part of the top 97 moments in Classic Rock this week. Ozzy
1: Osbourne is in there. Yes, he is. It was, uh, there was a, a, a situation where he and Sharon went into a, a meeting at the record company offices and Uh, There was a dove there as a peace offering, and, uh, well, that dove... uh, Is no more. It wasn't the dove's (laughs) finest day.
2: Uh, (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. That's a sad story for the dove. I
1: will briefly take you through some of the top most uh, memorable moments defining moments in classic rock history with K97's Top 97 Dividing Moments of Classic Rock History starting Friday afternoon at 3 that's tomorrow at 3 with Todd James right through uh, all day Monday as well and
0: here's some things you need to know Classic Rock K97 yeah, a
1: little chilly there, Buster. A minus 7 to start your day. Frosty on the windows, slippery on the on-ramps, off-ramps, overpass, that sort of thing. 6 degrees in the sunshine expected today. A little windy today and tomorrow. 9 and sunny tomorrow. 8 Saturday Sunday we might see some rain and six, Monday clouds and five. There's your uh, Thanksgiving long weekend forecast. The comic strip this week at the comic strip fresh off his new faces appearance at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival and uh, winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition it's Drew Dunn. Be in the know about every show at the thecomicstrip.ca
2: This is a good feel, good story. Dozens of people last <coughs> night showed up uh, for the first Fresh Roots mobile grocery stores uh, at City Councilor Aaron Paquette says it's a dream come true for low-income people who need a little help paying for groceries. One woman says she was able to save about 60% thanks to the discounted produce that was available. Uh, the partners in this venture can offer produce and other healthy foods at slightly or above cost, right? Um, or at cost Some or slightly above.
1: donated, yeah.
2: I'm getting there. Because most of the food is actually donated. So it's going to be available Wednesdays at the Clearview Rec Center for now, but they're hoping to expand. I think that's good because... Did you know in North America, 40% of all produce that hits the shelves gets thrown out? It's unbelievable. That's disgusting, actually. So this this is good. This is good.
1: The food waste in North America is insane. It really is. Here's something uh, important you should know, especially if you have kids coming back from uh, university, from, uh, you know, uh, away from home uh, for the Thanksgiving weekend. I know my daughter is uh, flying in this morning from... Uh, Vic. so she's going to be here this weekend. The advance polls for the election are open this weekend. Tomorrow oh, through boy. Monday, in fact, they'll be open right across the country from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. Unlike the provincial election, you need to vote at your assigned polling station. So I know my daughter was asking about her voter card, saying, hey, can you send that to me so I can look at it? Uh, can you change it? I don't Know that for a fact, but you can check your voter voter information card for all of the website and and whatnot, elections.ca. When you go, you have to make sure that you take your ID with you. might be a good idea to have your voter's card with you as well. Uh, It has to have your current
2: address. This will be a first taste to see uh, or first... Temperature gauge of what's actually happening. Oh, the advance poll, yeah. Yes. The, the preliminary results from the advance poll, sure. You can't believe anything that's coming out of the media, so we'll have to see. This is going to be an interesting weekend. Uh, here's a story that's also a little interesting. woman got pulled over and she was arrested for drug possession and other charges after the police officer noticed that she had a little bow in her hair. Nice. Okay, but the bow was made of a bag of meth. So when he asked her, he's like, Are you serious? You have a bow in your hair made from a bag of meth like it had a little rubber band around it and then bobby pinned to what her hair. What are you, high? Yeah. And she, <laughs> said, she responded with, oh, I don't know what that is. Somebody else put that there. Of course they did. My so, hairdresser. Yeah, so obviously they end up searching her car, find tons of other meth and drug paraphernalia. And then when he also confronted her about those items, she's like, oh, well, those are mine. You no. can't have any.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Some sport business for you this morning. Howie Kendrick hit a tie-breaking Grand Slam. That would have been exciting to see last night. Tenth inning, all tied up. Grand Slam wins it. Washington Nationals overcome a three-run deficit. Late rally, beat the Dodgers 7-3 and advanced to the National League Championship Series against St. Louis. Uh, in hockey, Canucks named Bo Horvat as their 14th captain in franchise history last night. Uh, Vancouver with uh, without a captain last year after the Sedins retired. Uh, Henrik was the captain and uh, his ugly brother, Daniel. The... Dude, they
2: were twins.
1: Yeah, but everybody knows that Daniel was the ugly one. Uh, Oilers in Jersey tonight, five o'clock against the Devils, who got shut out last night against Philly. Oilers are three and and0 for the first time in eleven years. Can they go for an O? It's the real deal.
2: James McNeil. No, James Neal, not McNeil. He's what not. did I say? James McNeil. I McNeil, was uh, thinking about McMuffins. So work. Of course you were. Okay. Ninety-seven.
1: Uh, is it true that Oilers fans have completely forgotten about everything named Milan, even the town in Italy? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They
3: will not eat spaghetti until uh, Milan Lucic scores uh, four goals in one game, and that's that's
1: final. That's uh, something else. The uh, real deal, James Neal. That's getting uh, that handles getting quite a workout here since uh, the game the other night, huh? Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like
3: like. Everybody kind of expected that he would bounce back to some extent, but I mean, nobody expected this. I mean, you know, six goals in two games is just, it's unreal. And obviously, the pace isn't going to last. You know, he's not going to score two goals a game or whatever, not even, you know, one goal a game for, you know, a stretch at a time. But he's clearly reestablished himself as getting back to being a, a consistent 20 to 25 goal scorer, which is. Exactly what the Edmonton Oilers needed. They needed somebody to kind of balance out a second line and to help uh, on the power play and somebody with a, a shoot-first mentality. And he's he's checking off all of those boxes. And it's it's truly amazing that the the one thing that the Edmonton Oilers needed desperately to maybe change their fortunes around was just gift wrapped and given to them by their biggest rival from Calgary. Is just. As if having James Neal wasn't good enough, that just makes it all the sweeter that they got James Neal in a trade for Milan Lucci.
1: And it was even kind of a serendipitous sort of sort of a thing, an opportunity knocking because on has got the flu and he was supposed to be on that uh, power play unit too, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, and there, and there's like there's just another you know aspect of this thing is the orders finally have a little bit of depth because they have a guy like Chaseon who who did score you know twenty last year. I don't know if he'll get back to it this year, but now he's a guy that you can put on, you know, even a third line to to bolster that or to help out in, you know, second unit power play and, you know, scoring depth is something that that all teams need, and slowly but surely, the the Oilers are getting it. This this Neil thing is uh, just an unbelievable boon for the organization.
2: Has it been good in the locker rooms, too? Is that, like, uh, transferring to their, you know, their their overall demeanor?
3: Yeah, that's the thing of it, too. Like, he and Smith like when when you talk about Neil, even before he scored the four goals last night, and then after, like they don't, you know, they talk about the goals for a couple of seconds, and they immediately transition to he's been a great influence in the dressing room, a real positive guy, and a real uh, key contributor in helping kind of change the the confidence and the, and the culture in the dressing room. He's he's somebody who's kind of gone in there, and you know, he's uh, he's a big personality, he's a big presence, and you know, he talks about. You know, changing the way they think and how they feel about themselves. And then he rolls out and scores four goals to kind of reinforce the message he's been trying to get across. So, uh, yeah, he's just been in, in the room and on the ice. He's just been a huge, huge addition.
1: He's the real deal. He's, uh, he is the real deal, James Neal. And uh, we're getting set for the game tonight against the New Jersey Devils, and they've been struggling, and the Oilers are 3-0. Uh, and This is a big confidence thing. Can they go 4-0? and
3: they, they, they You know what? It's a favorable schedule for them. You know, they, the games are all laid out. They play every second day. There's, there's no travel. We're in Manhattan for like a week straight without, without flying anywhere. And they're playing, uh, you know, teams that that aren't world beaters. And the Oilers really needed this start more than anything. Like everybody knows that. You know, before training camp was even halfway through, they were looking ahead to this and saying like. No, God, we need something good to happen for this, for this team, for this organization to get their confidence headed in the right direction. And as everybody knows who's, you know, golfed or played any type of sports, like if you start, if you have a little bit of confidence and you're believing in yourself, everything seems to fall into place. And if they can get, you know, three or four wins in a row or come back from this road trip, you know, five and one or something, that, that lays the foundation for the rest of the season. It puts them in a, it not only helps with your confidence, but it allows you to withstand, you know, a losing streak. If you start the season zero and four, you're one more slump away from it being over. And and now they're they're not, you know, playing the entire season with their backs to the edge of a cliff.
1: Well, I so we've got uh, the Devils tonight. We've got the Rangers on Saturday, Chicago uh, early next week, and then they're back home. So, well, I guess we'll talk to you again next week when they're seven and zero.
3: Yeah, actually, exactly. Yeah, we'll come, complete the. Uh, uh, Peter Shirelli Memorial Tour and be back in Edmonton <laughs> on uh, yeah you got Taylor Hall, Jordan Everly, uh, Drake Cajula and Ryan Stone. so uh, you know <laughs> 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 it's, uh, it's a treat but yeah I'll talk to you guys next week and here's some things you don't need to know
2: well, it's interesting with Halloween around the corner, and uh, you know we're kind of at the height of medical science. The Frankenstein notion of head, or more accurately, uh, body transplants, has moved closer to reality this month. Terry, you can get a head transplant. Yeah, on Friday, the announcement of the very first head swap has been carried out on human corpses. So, uh, oh, on court? Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't really do it yet. Well, they got they got to start somewhere here. You know, you don't got a lot of live volunteers for this to start off, but it uh, <laughs> looks like they've done it, and it's been mashed in, and it would have all worked, apparently. So the next uh, the next step is to do it between two brain-dead organ donors. so Who like, are still alive. Still alive like, but, yeah, okay, they're an organ see. donors, so they're going to try and swap their heads right. and see. Yeah, crazy time to be alive. Maybe in like a year or two, we could get different heads.
1: Maybe interchangeable. Yeah, you could have just a collection of them on a closet in your uh, the
2: walk-in. Yeah. All right. Thursday. Mm, what do I? I feel like Al Sharpton today.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're going to go with the Al Shar- Sharpton, are you? It's a Power Wednesday ensemble.
1: <laughs> your your hat's going to be tight. <laughs> Well, Sharpton has a giant head. <laughs> but that's, uh, it's pretty crazy, man. What do you think of that? I don't know, but, and, you, you know, you bring up a good point. Which, what, what head if, do you choose? Yeah. If you had three, which, yeah. which do you have for inter, you have yours. Yeah. That you have for, you know, Monday to Friday. But yeah. for weekends when you want to go crazy.
2: Yeah. Do you wear the Brad Pitt? Do you break out the Brad Pitt on the weekends? <sighs> go with a more sensible
1: Chuck Woolery. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go with people in the movies or TV because they all have giant heads. The Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise no, has got a huge up. head. He's got a giant noggin. Mm-hmm.
2: What a time to be alive. I mean, too, what kind of budget price? when you're purchasing your head there and you're standing next to your head sales consultant, you know, on what kind of budget are we working on here? You know, like, do they try and upsell you and get the rust coating on your head, too? Yeah, eventually (laughs) the undercoat. Yes, I'd like to go. Can I get some
1: scotch card? I'm a little messy on the weekends. All right, it's uh, chilly out there this morning. Minus 7, some slippery spots, too careful driving. Uh, They're snagging you on bus lanes on uh, 97th Street, southbound 120th Avenue, too.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: Keith gave us a heads up on that. So don't drive in a bus lane and you won't get a ticket. That's a good way to go this morning.
1: Uh, A high of 6 degrees today, 9 degrees tomorrow. Windy and sunny both days. Might see a little bit of rain on Sunday. Otherwise, we're anywhere from 9 to 5 degrees for high-temperature temperatures through your Thanksgiving weekend. SWS Marine Group in Atchison, your one-stop shop for everything boat. Ask about their winterized shrink wrap and storage options they have available. Visit swsmarinegroup.com. And uh, we got Dwayne on the phone. Dwayne, what's on your mind there, bud?
2: Hey, just thinking about those head swapping things you guys have been yakking about. Yeah. I think I want Kramer and Jim from Taxi.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Walk around with those heads on all day long, man. Nobody's gonna bug you.
1: Yeah, that's right. You know how many jelly beans I can fit in my mouth at the same time?
3: <laughs> Neither do I.
0: This is the only Terry Evans show with Pete Patipko, and here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock K ninety seven. Little chilly uh, out this
1: morning, uh, boy. Heel ye. Yeah, you've got uh, minus 7 on the way to a windy 6 degrees today. Windy, sunny, and 9 tomorrow. We may see a little bit of rain on Sunday. Otherwise, uh, not a bad... Thanksgiving weekend, I suppose. Minus seven to start your day. SWS Marine in Atchison is your one stop shop for everything boating. Ask about their winterized shrink wrap and storage options today.
2: Visit SWSMarineGroup.com. Good news story here for the city of Edmonton. Dozens of people showed up last night for the first Fresh Roots mobile grocery stores. Uh, this is an initiative that, that, you know, ends up helping people of low income get food and groceries at a very, very deep discount. Rate. One woman says she saved up about uh, up to about sixty percent thanks to the discounted produce that was available. Now, the partners in this venture are are mostly donating the produce and the healthy food options, and they're selling them at cost or just slightly above cost. Um, So that's good. it's going to be available every Wednesday at the Clearview Rec Center for now, but they're hoping to expand. And I was telling you earlier, that's good because 40% of produce that hits the shelves in supermarkets in North America gets tossed into the bin. That's a lot of waste, man.
1: To, yeah, North America is uh, the worst for it. Is. Uh, the advanced polls uh, for the election opening up this weekend, tomorrow through Monday. In fact, they'll be open from 9 till 9, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Open right across the country. Unlike the provincial election, you need to vote at your assigned polling station, which is important because there's lots of uh, kids coming home for Thanksgiving from going to school away from the city. Uh, My daughter included. She's got her voter card that came in the mail. She's excited. She's 19. It's her first federal election that she's able to vote in. Uh So she wants to make her point, as well as uh, so many other young people these days. But you have to vote in the riding. Now... There may be some sort of rigmarole that you can go through and change stuff on a website at elections.ca. If that's the case, then all the power to you. But uh, when you do go, make sure you take your ID with you as well. It has to have your current address on the ID and match up with where you're supposed to vote.
2: This story kind of made us laugh. It's a a woman who got pulled over and arrested for drug possession, and the reason she got caught was the police officer noted she had a little bow in her hair.
1: Oh, isn't that sweet?
2: Yes. Fortunately for her, the bow was made out of a bag of meth. It was a Ziploc baggie uh, with a rubber band around it, so it folded it like a bow, and then she just bobby-pinned it right to her head, so she knew where it was at all time. And then he looked at her, and he said, are you serious? She responded with, oh, I didn't know that was there. Somebody must have put that well, there. Well, of course. It was right? her toothless hairdresser. Of course. So, after uh, an extensive search of the vehicle, well, they found more drug paraphernalia and more meth. When asked about those, she was like, oh, those ones? Those are mine. Mm-hmm. And you can't have any. Oh, she, she didn't she want to was share. unwilling to share yeah. with the police yeah. officer. Yeah. Oh, nasty.
1: Uh, last night, Major League Baseball is uh, a, well, as is. As exciting as you can get. Tenth inning, tied up. uh, Howie Kendrick comes to the plate. Boom. Grand slam off Joe Kelly. Away she's gone. Washington Nationals come back from a three-run deficit. Win 7-3, beat the uh, Dodgers. They're off to the NL Championship against St. Louis. Canucks in hockey named Bo Horvat, the 14th captain in franchise history last night. Vancouver went without a captain last year after the Sedins retired. So, And uh, Oilers in New Jersey tonight. Five o'clock against the Devils. Devils got shut out against Philly last night, so they're steaming mad at dirt and uh, like did the inside ditch uh, this with the titch earlier uh, he said this is like the peter serelli memorial <laughs> tour that was funny you'll kind of figure that out when you hear him we'll have that for you again coming up at around 853 so uh are 3 and 0 for the first time in 11 years will it be 4 and 0 to start the season after tonight's game and i've only got two hands with 10 fingers how many goals is james Neal going to get
2: Neil Young, Heart of Gold, uh, we were talking about this and things you need to know. The advanced polls for the election are happening this weekend. This is got to be the craziest election in the history of Canada. Would you agree or disagree with me on that one there? Well, I don't have a great recall when it comes to things
1: like this, so... I'm just going to say fuddle-duddle.
2: Sure. Fuddle-duddle it is, but nonetheless, especially with social media and everybody yelling at each other nonstop of who they're voting for and trying to sway. Oh, and the the ridiculous, uh, who's the conservative guy? Andrew Shear, hasty guy, yeah. Uh,
1: Shear with the uh, gay and lesbian stuff, oh, yeah. and then uh, there's Trudeau with the blackface stuff, oh. and then there's, uh, I mean, just Elizabeth May and the Green Party stuff. I mean, you just can't go anywhere without running into some sort of controversy.
2: They're all idiots. So we'll start. We'll <laughs> we'll premise it with that. But uh, this is the story that kind of started to make its headlines yesterday. A Liberal MP is out doing a bit of a radio tour in Ontario to try and help. Boost, you know, the, the liberals, the liberals. Of, okay, yeah. Now, I want you to listen to this here. All right. And tell me what you think. Okay.
3: And those in the black community have told me that how much more love they have for the prime minister, that he wanted to have a black, but he took great pride in that too. And that it's the, it's the media that have blown this into something that it shouldn't be. And that they are very supportive, and they're actually looking for finding more ways that they can show how much they support and love the Prime Minister.
2: She must be the salt in the spin here, because she's basically claimed that black people love Trudeau more because of blackface. What a crazy time to live in, eh? Let that sink in. Let that fester in your head a little there. Whew. This is the first time (laughs) I've heard of this scenario Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, people love him more. Who who is this MP? What's, what's she her? is? Uh, she has a riding. Uh, what's her name? Sorry, I, I, I just had her name. It's she's got a weird last name. She does. And anyway, she's been she's had she's been an MP in her riding since like '99, so 20 years. And 70 percent of her constituents in her area are a visible minority. Right. And then when people went out to fact check this, right. they went, yeah, we we don't think so.
1: So what she, she's she said that black people are were like, the idea. Hey, yeah. way to go, Sweet Justin. Deal, bro. On his multiple occasions yeah. of applying black fit. <laughs> Wow. They
2: love him more because of it, Terry.
1: And she's been reelected that many times. Now, <laughs> well, that could be the last right there. Just maybe. Night Ranger on K97. Sister Christian Hey, it's, uh, what do we got here? It's like 828, the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. Thanks for joining us this morning. We've got minus 7 for a starting temperature on the way to 6 degrees, windy and sunny expected for today. So we're in the studio this morning with uh, somebody you might have heard of, or at least you might have heard of what he's doing. Adam O'Brien is in the studio. And I've heard two different websites for this. Is it lilachouse.win?
4: Yeah, so lilachouse.win is our, is our website, but okay. there are multiple kind of domains that do go to the same spot, just because
1: okay. some things are easier to say. All right, so if you haven't heard about this, lilachouse.win is an opportunity to win your house. You've been trying to sell your house, but it hasn't come to be,
4: right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, the market has just uh, not been working for us, so I kind of
1: Got creative and wanted to, you know, disrupt an industry a little bit. Okay. So Adam has got a house in Sherwood Park and he is an opportunity for people to go into his website, lilachouse.win. And I've done this. Yeah. I went in, I I took the 10 and got the bonus one for free. (laughs) So uh, maybe just explain. You can do this for $10. All right. You can win a a house for $10. How do they do it from your website?
4: Yeah. So the idea is that um, we're going to have multiple. entries, multiple, multiple entries of $10, which pays for the house, and then one person gets it for, for 10 bucks. So they go to the website, they have to predict the price of Bitcoin on January 3rd. So uh, basically uh, Bitcoin is a, has a fluctuating value, and it goes absolutely wild. So the person that predicts properly, or accurately predicts the price of Bitcoin, that it will be on January 3rd, gets the house free and clear, no mortgage, nothing free and clear. So little as $10 they can get you,
1: yeah. get you a house. get you a house. And that's at a specific time on January 3rd, 12, 15 in the morning and f- uh, five seconds? 12, 15
4: p.m. and five seconds. Oh, p-
1: um, p.m. Yeah, okay. yeah,
4: yeah. So at, at 12, 15 and five seconds p.m. Mountain Standard Time, uh, which it just, you know, because I'm a bit of a geek, a, a Bitcoin geek. Right. Uh, that's exactly 11 years from the Genesis block. So from the first ever Bitcoin block, that's exactly 11
2: years. Oh, I was going to say, what's yeah. why the five <laughs> seconds, right?
4: <laughs> well, and, and we had to pick an exact time because Bitcoin, like yeah. Bitcoin changes every second. It's 24, well, 7, 365.
2: Yeah. I've got mm-hmm. it in real time Right now on your on your website because you have it there and it's right. fluctuating as we're talking. Oh yeah, and it's I mean it's it's fluctuated almost a thousand dollars since yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely uh, it's, nuts. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a dart throw, but imagine you get that right and you walk away with like a four hundred thousand dollar house for ten bucks. Well, that's
1: exactly it. Then the thing, I mean, the, you want to be full transparency. This is not a charity thing. This is for you to sell your house and for you to have the money from the proceeds of of the house.
4: Right, and and to be very clear, this is not a raffle either. Right, no. there is there is going to be be some level of skill involved. Now, Mm -hmm. what level of skill um, is it? You know, somebody with with a trading background maybe has a bit of a better shot, but at the same time, somebody that is, you know, throwing or kicking the football 50 yards to win a million dollars at the Eskimos game or, or whatever those contests are, you know. A, a professional kicker will have a better shot but at the same time the average Joe and the bleachers can still you know successfully complete the contest so this is really made to be fair um, and give kind of lots you know everyone essentially an equal opportunity to at least have a shot at uh, at getting
1: close it's interesting there. too like I said I went on the website and I got 10 guesses for $10 a guess so I spent $100 mm-hmm. so I'll,
4: I'll just jump in there it's 10 predictions
1: right. <laughs> 10 predictions and there's also a generator in there that you can click if you'd like and it gives you random digits that you can uh, adjust or, random or, predictions yeah random well, predictions well they're not
4: quite random because you're still you have to set a minimum and a maximum parameter so right. okay. so you're still kind of choosing but like th- we wanted to make it people have, if people want to enter 100 times we didn't want them to have to go and 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 type in all of their all of their predictions with like for like a hundred times it's a yeah. very time consuming we want to make it as easy as possible so if you want to say I think Bitcoin will be between $8,500 and 8600 then you can go ahead and it'll pick you know our robot will go in and, and, and choose a hundred predictions for
1: you yeah. okay so with me I, I look back a year from uh, a year previous like 2018 uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Bitcoin at uh, on, on that date uh-huh. like the anniversary of the date it was $5,200 and change or whatever like that so I kind of went, okay, well, I know Bitcoin has gone up as high as 22 dollars $26,000 yeah. somewhere. They're Canadian. Canadian. And then uh, I don't expect in my personal uneducated Bitcoin view <laughs> of the whole process. I don't think it's going to go that high again in the next three months sort of thing, four months, whatever it is. So I just put in blah to blah, and then it, it randomly Spit them out, and there you go. And then I went in, and I thought, well, there's a little too many with a nine at the beginning, and a little (laughs) too many with a six, so I changed those, and it, it is completely random. Uh, but it's a it's a prediction nonetheless that you get to sign off on and and do on your own.
2: Yeah, you know, exactly. Now I know that the uh, the draw date is January third, twenty twenty, twelve fifteen oh five. But mm-hmm. I know you only have until what is it, November thirtieth, thirtieth to yeah, get in. Yeah, and
4: so the reason is we wanted to make sure that the person entering on September first and the person entering on November thirtieth had roughly the same kind of shot. Like in a oh, in a month, yeah, Bitcoin yeah, yeah, yeah. can move. Like so, we have a month and three day kind of cool down or buffer period, and like Bitcoin can move like crazy in a month yeah, it's, um,
2: yeah otherwise everybody's just gonna wait until the day before exactly and make their predictions and
4: we gotta hit a certain floor like, like we're looking to hit 50,000 entries here so we gotta make sure that that you know people are entering kind of right away
1: yeah but you're sh- you're sh- really shy of that right now. Is that counter correct on your <laughs> yeah? We're not even website?
4: we're not even really a blip on the radar yet. So um, you know now is kind of when we start our marketing push because the deadline to enter is kind of you know it's seven weeks away now. So we're kind of getting closer um, to it, and and so we're really hoping that that as the contest picks up steam um, you know we have to be realistic in, in understanding that this is a brand new concept right mm-hmm. nobody's used to this we're, no, we're, we are the first ones I think in history um, giving a house away to predict the price of Bitcoin um, Bitcoin's unfamiliar this contest format's unfamiliar so we gotta do a lot of work educating the public so um, you know that's Kind of our challenge right now is to make sure that people understand and that they are comfortable with it.
1: No, here's the obvious question: What, what, what if uh, what if you don't hit? What, like, where's the level that you have to hit? Because you're giving away the, the whoever. Uh, it, is it whoever comes closest to without going over? Is it like a price is right sort of thing? It, or like, kinda. What? So
4: so the way that it works is if if nobody hits it bang on, it'll be closest to regardless over or under. Okay. But the tiebreaker yes. will be under. Okay. So if 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 the if the price is exactly ten thousand and we have ninety nine ninety and 1010 um, on either side, then 99.90 will win. Okay. But if we have 99.80 and 1010, 10, then 1010 10 wins. So who's okay.
1: ever closest,
4: unless there's a tie.
1: Yeah. Now, what is the, uh, what What do you have? Because the first prize is the uh, house mm-hmm. and $15,000. right. That you can take in either cash or Bitcoin, yeah, correct? Exactly. And, and then there's $10,000 and $2,000 for second and third place. That's right. So where do you have to be in order for this to, yeah, so, to carry you through? And what happens if you don't get there?
4: So we've got two extensions. Extensions written in our rules, so um, I think clause 18 or whatever it is um, in the rules, we have we have the right to kind of extend it twice. So uh-huh. um, we extend it by three months if we're not at our at at our floor, and then you know you Terry and other contestants would have the option to either change their predictions or leave them the same. Um, and then if after two times, then it's just failure. Everyone gets their money back, and we go back to the drawing board to figure out uh, how to do it properly. Okay.
1: Huh. So there, it's not like a risk sort of thing. I mean, obviously, it's,
4: yeah. You're not going to piss your money away and nobody wins. No, yeah. no, exactly. And, and, yeah. and you know, the reason I'm attaching like my personal name, we've attached my business that I've spent the last seven years growing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing this very publicly because I want to make sure that people are comfortable with it. We're working with um, you know some some relatively well-known influencers, and and you know they're putting their name onto it. So we want to make sure that 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 is done in a way um, so that people can trust it. Right.
2: And the one thing I think uh, we should highlight too cuz you did bring it up is this is all legal. It's on the up yeah. and up. Yeah, no nobody's, you know, doing this uh, shadily or anything. No, so I went you're going to the- get you're going to get a house and it's going to be legal and everything checks out. Oh know? yeah, 100%. Yeah. So so I'll, I'll you know, I'll just explain the structure.
4: So we went through actually four lawyers before I found one that would, that said like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to kind of go down this plunge and and uh and and, and bill you quite heavily for it. Um uh, but the structure is we have a, a, a company set up so that I sold the house to the company. There's a pending contract. Once the house contest is complete, the contract executes. Now the company owns the house and the company gives the house or yeah, you know, transfers the house to the successful um, contestant. Okay. Cool.
1: And it's a two-story.
4: Yeah, it's a two-story house, about fourteen hundred square feet. Right. Uh, it was tax-assessed at four hundred three, uh, four hundred three thousand um, dollars. It's got a nice backyard, oversized garage, three bedrooms, basement. It's all. It's all good. It's beautiful. Uh, it's, yeah,
2: it's got. It's got all the. It's cycling through the photos right now, like any real estate would. Here, <laughs> I think we'll link this to our Facebook page, so people can have yeah, a look themselves.
1: It's uh, lilachouse.win. Pretty simple. You can go. Check, uh, what is? It? Is it got uh, subway tile for backsplash? Is it got an island? Is it, does does it a, it's. It's got, it it's got that,
4: that sh- main floor laundry. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> all the bu- open concept, all the there buzzwords. It is, there
1: it is. <laughs> All right, Adam O'Brien, uh, if it's uh, something for you, then check it out. I bought 10 tickets and got one for free. I, is, is that? Did I buy 10 tickets? You bought 10,
4: 10 entries per-
1: and, and then got an entry. Yeah. Yes, you bet. Uh, lilachouse.win. Thanks for coming in to awesome. us about Thanks, this. Thanks, guys. It's really interesting. Classic
0: Rock K97. Uh,
1: is it true that Oilers fans have completely forgotten forgotten about everything named
3: Milan, even the town in Italy? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They will not eat spaghetti until uh, Milan Mucci scores uh, four goals in one game, and that's that's final.
1: That's uh, something else. The uh, real deal, James Neal, that's getting, uh, that handle's getting quite a workout here since uh, the game the other night, huh?
3: Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like, like, everybody kind of expected that he would bounce back to some extent, but I mean, nobody expected this. I mean, you know, six goals in two games is just, it's unreal. And obviously the pace isn't going to last. You know, he's not going to score two goals a game or whatever, not even, you know, one goal a game for you know, a stretches at a time. But he's clearly reestablished himself as getting back to being a, a consistent 20 to 25 goal scorer, which is exactly what the Edmonton Oilers needed. They needed somebody to kind of balance out, second line and to help uh, on the power play and somebody with a, a shoot-first mentality. And he's he's checking off all of those boxes. And it's it's truly amazing that the, the one thing that the Edmonton Oilers needed desperately to maybe change their fortunes around was just gift-wrapped and given to them by their biggest rival from Calgary. It's just as if having James Neal wasn't good enough, that just makes it all the sweeter that they caught James Neal in a trade for Milan Lucic.
1: And it was even kind of a serendipitous sort of sort of a thing, an opportunity knocking because on, has got the flu and he was supposed to be on that uh, power play unit too, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, and and there's like there's just another you know aspect of this thing is the Oilers finally have a little bit of depth because they have a guy like Chase who who did score you know twenty last year. I don't know if they will get back to it this year, but now he's a guy that you can. Put on, you know, even a third line to, to bolster that or to help out in, you know, second unit power play and, you know, scoring depth is something that, that all teams need. And slowly but surely the, the Oilers are getting it. This, this Neil thing is uh, just an unbelievable boon for the organization.
2: Has it been good in the locker rooms too? Is that like trans, uh, transferring to their, you know, their, their overall demeanor?
3: Yeah, that, that's the thing of it too. Like he and Smith, like when when you talk about Neil, even before he scored the four goals last night, and then after, like they don't, you know, they talk about the goals for a couple of seconds, and they immediately transition to he's been a great influence in the dressing room, a real positive guy, and a real uh, key contributor in helping kind of change the the confidence and the, and the culture in the dressing room. He's he's somebody who's kind of gone in there, and you know, he's uh, he's a big personality, he's a big presence, and you know, he talks about. You know, changing the way they think and how they feel about themselves, and then he rolls out and scores four goals to kind of reinforce the message he's been trying to get across. So, uh, yeah, he's just been in in the room and on the ice. He's just been a huge,
1: huge addition. He's the real deal. He's, uh, he is the real deal, James Neal. And uh, we're getting set for the game tonight against the New Jersey Devils, and they've been struggling. and The Orders are three and zero. Is uh, that's this is a big confidence thing? Can they go four and zero?
3: They, they, they You know what? It's a favorable schedule for them. You they know, they, the games are all laid out. They play every second day. There's, there's no travel. We're in Manhattan for like a week straight without, without flying anywhere. And they're playing, uh, you know, teams that that aren't world beaters. And the Oilers really needed this start more than anything. Like everybody knows that. You know, before training camp was even halfway through, they were looking ahead to this and saying, like, no God, we need something good to happen for this, for this team, for this organization to get their confidence headed in the right direction. And as everybody knows, who's you know, golfed or played any type of sports, like if, if you start, if you have a little bit of confidence and you're believing in yourself, everything seems to fall into place. And if they can get you know three or four wins in a row, or come back from this road trip, you know, five and one or something, that that lays the foundation for the rest of the season. It puts them in a. It not only helps with your confidence, but it allows you to withstand you know a losing streak. If you start the season zero and four. You're one more slump away from it being over, and and now they're they're not you know playing the entire season with their backs to the edge of a cliff.
1: Well, I'd say we've got uh, the Devils tonight. We've got the Rangers on Saturday, Chicago uh, early next week, and then they're back home. So, well, I guess we'll talk to you again next week when they're seven and zero.
3: Yeah, actually, exactly. Yeah, we'll com- complete the uh, uh, Peter Shirelli Memorial Tour and be back in Edmonton <laughs> on. Uh, yeah, you got Taylor Hall, Jordan Everly, uh, Drake Caggiula, and Ryan Strom. So uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a treat. But yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week.